0: Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy.
1: And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash Locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today.
0: warning check the locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence murder sexual assault and more check the locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners listener discretion is strongly advised
1: Welcome back to Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor.
0: I'm Olivia Cornu.
1: Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying, bite-sized true crime case. Before we get started, Olivia, as always, it's wonderful to see you. How are you? How has your week been?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, I had a great time for the holidays with my family and, you know, can't really complain. Got a couple days off work. How was your Christmas?
1: My Christmas was great. I got to watch the kid be amazed by Santa Claus. We spent time with family. We survived the polar vortex. So everything was good. Just happy to be here. Happy to be doing another episode. Super excited for the new year. I know we talked about it on Monday's episode, so I won't go into it too much, but just really excited to see what 2023 has in store for us. I think it's going to be awesome and just happy to be doing the show.
0: Yeah. Before we move on, did Millie enjoy the skateboard?
1: She did. She's been in the wet grass wearing her helmet i got her some frozen knee pads elbow pads and fingerless gloves so she's got all her safety gear she's out there ready to rock so she's been living her best life
0: you're gonna have to send me a picture of that
1: i definitely will she's uh she's a little tony hawk tony hawk jr so
0: (laughs) millie hawk we'll call her all right well anyways let's get started we are short on time today
1: Yeah, we don't have a lot of time. So this week is my week, and we are actually covering some news that broke on December 22nd, so just a few days before Christmas, and it's a really interesting story. I'm super excited to go over it with you, see what you think, see what the listeners think, and like we said, this is a short on-time episode, so should we just jump into it?
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to hear about this because I happened to get on social media today and see the jury um, read the verdict. And so I didn't really dig into the case because I was short on time then, too. But I'm glad you're doing this because I'm really interested.
1: Awesome. Well, let's hop into it because, like I said, it is very fascinating. So on December 22nd in San Diego, California, a jury found 39-year-old Jade Jenks guilty of first-degree murder. Now, to unravel the story, we first have to go back to January 1st of 2021 when a welfare check was done on Thomas Merriman. Merriman was 64 years old and the co-owner of a nature preserve called Butterfly Farms. When the welfare check was conducted, Merriman was found dead at his home. Homicide detectives soon took over the investigation and began looking into Merriman's last days. That is when attention turned to Merriman's stepdaughter, Jade Jenks. According to reports on December 31st of 2020, so New Year's Eve, Jenks had picked up Merriman from a care facility and drove him back to his home. Jenks lived next door to her stepfather, and the two even shared a driveway. After arriving home, prosecutors argued that Jenks drugged and strangled her stepfather. Jenks had discovered nude photos of herself on Merriman's computer about a week before his death. And according to prosecutors, this is when Jenks began to plot Merriman's murder. Merriman's official cause of death was an overdose of prescription pain pills. At trial, Jenks testified that Merriman and his mother had been divorced for quite a while. She claimed that she was still close to Merriman and referred to him as dad. Jenks said that she was helping Merriman tidy up his apartment while he was away in that medical facility. While cleaning, Jenks bumped the computer in the home and awoke the screen. To her shock, Merriman's screensaver was a nude photo of her. Jenks then began to investigate the computer and found hundreds of other nude photos. The images were years old, some dating back to her late teens, and included photos taken by an ex-boyfriend. Jenks believed that Merriman had gotten the photos from her laptop and a long missing digital camera. So I want to stop right there because imagine not even a family member, right? Just imagine you're at a your friend's house and they're like in the hospital or something. You're like, "Yeah, I'll help you clean up your apartment and you're cleaning and you bump their laptop and all of a sudden the screensaver is just a naked picture of you."
0: There are no words.
1: I mean, I part of me would be like, "I'm flattered." But <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's just such a huge invasion of privacy and in this case especially from someone that like you call dad this is your stepfather somebody that you have like a father-daughter relationship with and then you find out that like oh he's just been looking at hundreds of my nude photos you know what i mean
0: yeah Mm -mm. can't imagine there are no words
1: now according to Jenks, she planned on confronting merriman and asking him to move away from her because remember not only did she find these but they share a driveway they live right next door to each other
0: right right so close
1: but the prosecution told a darker tale. Jenks was so horrified by what she had found that she planned to kill Merriman and make it look like an accident. Then in court, they showed dozens of texts that Jenks had sent to the jury. Now, all of these texts were sent within hours of Jenks picking up Merriman from that same care facility. Some of the texts read, I just dosed the hell out of him. He's waking up. I really don't want to be the one to do this. I can't carry him alone and I can't keep a kicking body in my trunk and I'm about to club him on the head as he's waking up. According to prosecutors Jenks had sent these texts to a stranger she had been told could help with situations like hers a quote fixer of types. Now Jenks testified that she did contact the man but to help her confront Merriman about the photos and ensure her safety however the man never showed. She said that Merriman was drinking whiskey on the way home from the care facility and fell twice trying to get into the home. Now, according to Jenks, he was too heavy to get back into the car on her own. At that point, another friend arrived and helped load Merriman into the car so Jenks could take him back to the care facility. She testified that when they arrived, the facility refused to admit him back in due to COVID-19 restrictions, because remember, this is 2021, so like we're still full-blown pandemic.
0: Yeah, very much in a lockdown mode.
1: Now, Jenk stated that as she drove home, she decided to let him sleep it off in her car. When she awoke the next morning, she claimed to have found Merriman dead in the car. She states that she panicked and dumped him in the driveway. She then covered the body with boxes and trash. Both sides were presented and the jury sided with the prosecution. Jade Jenks was found guilty of first degree murder. She is currently facing 25 years to life in prison and her sentencing is scheduled for April 3rd. So I want to pick your brain about this, Olivia, because I know that if someone had those types of photos of me and I didn't know it, I mean, I would feel extremely vulnerable and extremely betrayed. And I can only imagine being a woman and like you've taken these photos with like an ex-boyfriend or like you have thought that you've had them to yourself. And then you find out that somebody close to you has them. Like, it would be terrifying. You would feel ashamed, I bet. You would feel violated, you know? So, like, as we went through this story, what's kind of kicking in your head? What are you thinking? Where are you falling?
0: You know, we always put ourselves in this situation. And this one, I'm just not going to ever put myself in this situation. I can't even picture it. It would be so devastating to me. Like, I would just be heartbroken. I don't know that I would go kill that person, but
1: yeah, I have a stepmom, you know, and if I found these pictures on my stepmom's computer of me, I'd be like, uh, weird. You know I mean? There'd just be like yeah. so many things going through my head. Yeah, You know what I mean? I mean, where does this fall for you on the Deadpool test? Again, I know this is a short on time episode, so we're not going to dive super deep into it, but just going through and especially because you had been reading about it recently, like,
0: yeah,
1: where are you? Where are you putting this?
0: I'm going to put it up there. I, I'm going to give it an eight. And it's because I am a girl who has a stepdad that, views it like a father and would probably live next door to him. I would just, it would just be devastating. There's like really no words. So this one's up there for me.
1: Yeah. For me, I think I'm going to put this at a six, you know, Um, I'm not going to go as high, but again, I don't feel like there's a risk of someone trying to violate me in this way. I think this is something that tends to be way more common for women. And I'm sure it happens to men. And if it does happen to a man, it's just as bad. I'm just saying I don't think there's a, a big of a risk of someone being like, hey, you know that portly dude with the beard? Let me get hundreds <laughs> of naked photos of him. You know what I mean? It's, but it's just crazy. Like we live in a world now, Is just reading an article about people making deep fakes. So a deep fake is I could take your head and I could essentially use AI or computer graphics to put your face on somebody doing something else. So there's like, there's this guy on uh, Instagram who does like Tom Cruise playing guitar because he kind of looks like Tom Cruise. So he can use deep fake technology to put Tom Cruise's face over his. And when you watch the video, you're like, oh, that's Tom Cruise playing guitar.
0: I need you to send me one of these videos because I have never, I don't think I've ever seen this.
1: So like, for example, there's that famous scene in Bridesmaids. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Yeah. But there's this famous scene where they go dress shopping and they all ate somewhere before and got food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all getting sick in this like fancy dress shop. Somebody went in and put Arnold Schwarzenegger's face and voice on Melissa McCarthy. They put Michael J. Fox on Kristen Wiig and his so like and I can send you that one, but you can essentially make it where I can make anybody do anything, right? So if there's someone who kind of looks like you, That may be an adult entertainer. I can put your face on that adult entertainer. And then I can say, hey, guess what, Olivia? I've got this video of you where it looks like you're doing this thing. Give me $5,000 or I'll release it, which is the thing that it's happening now.
0: That's terrifying.
1: Right. So it's, you know, and again, I don't think anybody would ever be doing that to me, but we just live in a crazy world. I think it's a six because it's just, it's disgusting But again, I'm not worried about it happening to me. So, but I'm glad I could educate you on deep fake technology. So I'll send you some stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, that is where we fall on this week's deadbolt test. Olivia has given us an eight. I'm coming in at a six, but of course we want to know, where does the conviction of Jay Jenks fall on your devil test? As always, you can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram with Check the Locks Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. If you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We're in there kicking it every single day. We would love to hang out with you. If you want to financially support the show, we do have a Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash Check the Locks. We have a bunch of cool tiers. We have exclusive stickers, coffee mugs, T-shirts. We're going to be doing bonus episodes, virtual meetups, all sorts of stuff. So if you can financially support the show, you would like to do so, head over to Patreon, click the link in the show notes. We would love to have you as part of the Patreon family. If you cannot support the show financially, completely understandable, right? Just hanging out with us. Listening every week means just as much, if not more. So thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends and family to help us grow this wonderful community. It means the world to us. And again, just so thankful to have you here every single week. That is all that we have got for this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to check the locks on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week. No, next year. Next year, 2023. We will see you next year with a brand new, truly terrifying, bite-sized, true crime case. But until then, don't forget to
0: check the locks
1: and erase your hard drives. We'll see you next week.